Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. And we're back. <laughs> and we love you still. Yeah, we we got so many fun submissions and a few fun ideas um, for a follow-up romantic-ish. <laughs> if you can call if it If you can that. call it romantic, love-themed, boyfriend-dating, breakup-themed right. episode. So we're, we're back at you with it. Apparently, you guys are just fine to be reliving all of this trauma. It's therapeutic. <laughs> it is. It's cathartic. If, if you're to living like... with it all bottled inside yeah. and you're not laughing about it, then you're not getting over it. <laughs> well, and it helps. It sounds bad, but it helps to hear others... Ex- story experience because you're, like, you're okay. like okay i'm not alone even if mm-hmm. we're both experiencing something negative or bad at yeah. least i'm not alone in this <laughs> you know yes and you can you can bond yeah true so here we are back with more we hope you enjoy yes um so i'm gonna see if do we want to start with like chick flick epic um romances like romances like, or- like in chick flicks okay all right we so actually we- had someone suggest this idea yeah, so we wanted to. We decided to open this episode up with a little something fun before we dived into some stories. Mm-hmm. And somebody suggested it. One of our uh, listeners suggested that we do kind of a we discuss bad rom com boyfriends or whatever. But mm-hmm. here's the thing: it's not like the obvious bad ones. It's the ones that, like, when you're younger and you're watching, you're like, "Oh, that's so cute." And uh-huh. now that you're older. You You're realize like, this is really dysfunctional or that guy's a really big jerk or uh-huh. they should have broken up or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So one that the, the person brought up that suggested this that I completely agree with mm-hmm. is Nate from The Devil Wears Prada. I, I agree too. And here's here's the thing. Andy has to have some kind of conflict yeah. in her personal life. If her boyfriend was just being super supportive of this wild whirlwind career that she's been dragged into then there's not there would, that internal there's conflict. no plot line yeah she there he's like whatever it is babe i love you go do your thing achieve your dreams then there's no like back and forth guilt fill okay, in but it's right? different it's it could but just, yeah he sucks they could have just made it about wow we're growing apart because of the time we're spending apart uh-huh. but he says the jerkiest things like she goes and she's like, honey, I don't have anything to wear to this job. And he's like, you're going to be getting coffee and answering phones. You need a ball gown to do that. Right. That's, that's like demeaning that's like her that's job rude. No, she, that's like, actually a really big deal. H- hundreds of girls, right? What's walk, the quote? Yeah. Would kill for that job. Right. Even though it is an abusive job as well. Poor Andy <laughs> is just being Andy abused left and right. needs to exit the job yes. and the relationship and find herself. Well, another one that I've heard a, lot, a hot take on and now mm-hmm. I can't watch it the same as Jim and Pam. From the office. Well, are you Do you not want about- me to touch on that? No. Not Jim, <laughs> but Pam. Pam actually because being he, the one. He supported her while she went to art school, but then he goes later right, to Philadelphia to try to better their to to better their situation, and she's being kind of grumpy about it. This is my hot take. They're in way different situations. They were married with two kids. But here's the thing: this this stems way back to like. The way she acted with the whole Roy thing, and I think deep down she knew she, that he loved her, and mm-hmm. then she did Pam's a flawed and human. And then she kind I won't, of, I won't deny and then it. she kind of broke like him and Karen up, right? Yep. And her speech when he went off to get happy, you know, like uh, yeah. to be happy with Karen, and then she kind of inserted herself and made her speech, and yeah. then made him conflicted, and then you know she mm-hmm. just had the, asserted her 
manipulation and control over Jim. And I see it differently now. I actually ended up break like when I kind of started seeing a couple things or hearing a couple things, I started to like, I went on like some forum where people (laughs) pointed all these things out Uh and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's kind of true. Like Uh Jim kind of folds or bends over backwards for her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she flirts with him while she's engaged yep. and, and it, leads him on and acts mm-hmm. like she didn't know. Oh no, we're just best friends. You yeah. knew Pam. You know, you just know. Yeah. Like oh all the, the, ex, the extent he'll go to with the gifts and the time he spends with her and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she acts so, so shocked and then ends up breaking his heart. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's just, <laughs> okay. Another I look at one, Pam differently now. Another one that is just one of my like all time favorite movies. Yeah. My best friend's wedding. A, he's not 28. Julia Roberts and Dermot Mulroney, you're not fooling anyone. Next. <laughs> Are you saying they're right? like much older than that? Right. Yes. They don't look 28. Yeah. They're, they look great. beautiful. They're, they're beautiful, beautiful people. people. But they're like, we promised when we were 28 that we'd get married. Yeah. You're, you're not, not 28. 28. I was, I'm, I used to think that the scene where Dermot Mulroney and Julia Roberts are dancing, dancing on, the, on boat. the boat no, was that, so cute. And I'm like, that is sin. wrong. Yeah, that was that's the clincher. You are getting married in like T minus one and a half days, and uh-huh. you are singing a love song and about dancing romantically for a on a boat. Yeah, no, no way, no, no sir. And so I'm trying to think of how I would have ended that movie because I think everyone had mixed feelings about how the movie ended. You're like, okay, do we want him with Julie Roberts? They actually probably deserved each other. Exactly. But then you're like, w- would we have been happy if he would have ended up with Julie Roberts? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. It's just like at the end when he said, she's like, well, what will I do? And he's like, you'll say goodbye. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. He says, you'll say, say goodbye. goodbye. You'll kiss him goodbye. And life will go on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I think, I don't know if we wanted, wanted him to be with Julie Roberts because she's kind of the bad guy, but she's also the star. But anyway, Cameron Diaz deserved better, a better maid of honor. Yep. And a better, better husband. fiance well, husband. Well, I guess we don't know what kind of that. husband he turned out to be. Right. But he... He had some unresolved things that he mm-hmm. definitely should have taken care of before because he <laughs> and he and he led Julia Roberts on. on. Yeah. He would have he should have just been straight up called her I'm getting engaged. He had to like call me I need 3 in the here. morning, whatever. And saying things like I'm desperate to talk to you. And saying things like you look really good without clothes on. <gasps> you are the worst. Yeah. Worse. So I, bad. He, no. And then yeah. him being like when he's she fired. when she's like covering up and he's like I've seen you with a lot less than that on. Like so flirty. So flirty. Yeah. (laughs) And then like even the whole family acknowledges it like, there's the bride and the woman she'll never live up to. Like the whole family. Everybody knows. That he talks about her and puts her Mm -hmm. on this pedestal. My favorite part is the bathroom scene on that movie. Yeah. I'm not going to let some two-faced, big-haired food critic. (laughs) Gimme. (laughs) (laughs) That movie is so good. Do we need to have like a watch along or something? Probably. Oh, Britt like dreams of that happening in her real life. Like, yeah. Like a full blown like restaurant singing scene. And like people just like, oh, there's a piano. Yeah. And one of the servers just knows it. Yeah. I the bus, dear. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about. Um, oh, oh this so is one of our favorites. Oh, oh my gosh. Never been I'm kissed. so conflicted too now. I'm an adult guys, and I'm like, this is wrong on is, so many levels. Okay, first of all, the guy they picked to be the popular guy. 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 Guys, guys. He's disgusting. He's so <laughs> gross. He's so gross. And she's like so enamored with him. Eh? He's like very petite. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, he's just a like petite he's man. Got like a fa- uh, yeah, petite frame. Yeah. And, and then he wears, like, really far buttoned down loose blouses. Yes. 
Yes, and this with, was like, one of mine and Brit's favorite movies growing up. Like, we watched it on it, repeat. Well, it just evokes a lot of emotion. Yes, it goes back to, like, the junior high, high school. I cried. Oh, yeah. On the scene when she got Gets hit by eggs. That, I, I, yeah. I broke down. I yep. was like, how dare they? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's it's a roller coaster of emotions. So you get kind of into it. But Guy was disgusting. And, and Mr. Guy is totally crunching on you. Ew. You guys, don't try to make crunch happen. It's never going <laughs> to happen. happen. Um, that's Rufus. So, <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing. Sam Coulson was a total babe, and I was totally into what when was he, like, happening. he, jogs onto the baseball dime at the yeah. end. And this, oh, it's been building up inside of me for, oh, I don't know how long. And then he, like, like he, like, kisses her with a lot of, like, force Passion. and feeling. He kind of, like runs but up until three days ago he thought she was a high school senior (laughs) so there is something wrong with the fact that everyone's cheering about it (laughs) this should be happening in court they (laughs) and like leading up to it you're like no like nothing happened it they, did. They rode together on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> then on top of that, there's a part where they're like painting the thing for prom and he, they're like, like dabbing their... They're pulling a Hallmark movie flirt scene, scene with the paint. Yep. Dabbing it on each other's noses and laughing giggling. and giggling and all that stuff. <laughs> and then no teacher dances with a student at prom. at prom and he asks her to dance. Yeah. She just Here's, got she just got crowned prom queen. He's like, I better ask her to dance. All, yes. all eyes are going to be on them. Here's what could the have... The principal is going to be like, um, what's happening over there? Exactly. Like, you're here to chaperone, not to fraternize. Here's my <laughs> what, Here's what they could have done to change the entire thing to make it fine. Mm-hmm. They could have made him know very early on and be in on it. Mm-hmm. And then him developing feelings for her, knowing, knowing she was undercover. Yeah, like if they were like, we want to make sure this is like a safe environment for everyone. We're going to let a couple authorities know. No. And and he would know uh-huh. and he would be falling for her knowing That way you don't end up in jail 30. for, I don't know, some unwritten rules or loopholes. Right. You know, let's get people in on this a little bit. Right. Because now I can watch it and I still adore that movie, but I cringe a little at those mm-hmm. moments thinking about it. Yes. I mean, we could talk about, like, I, I think in the other episode we talked about The Notebook and I think... I've seen memes where it's like, being adult means realizing that Allie should have picked Cal yeah. all, all along. I know. And I've actually been seeing quite a few people watching The Notebook lately and being like, this movie gets me every time. I'm like, it doesn't get me that way anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had one of those passionate, unrealistic romances. Uh-huh. And that you, seemed a little bit dysfunctional. There was a lot of like physicality slapping. where they were about to slap, you know, she was like <laughs> slapping him in the face. And then he'd be grabbing a wrist and mm-hmm. then they'd be like kissing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I guess that could be like hot for you. But like in the long run, <laughs> you guys fight a lot. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of doesn't seem Seems like it's going to be a, a dysfunctional situation for the whole right. family. Yep. Um, while you were sleeping. How do you feel about that one? Um, I don't like Peter. Well, his the, eyebrows. <laughs> Peter Gallagher. Yeah. Um, the, the, the brother shouldn't be falling in love. Yeah. But I, but I think the real premise is what kind of sociopath lets a lie like that right. go on. I right. mean, Sandra Bullock is America's sweetheart and we love her. <laughs> but you're like, Lucy, what are we thinking here? Okay. Speaking of Sandra Bullock, I was watching Miss Congeniality maybe two mm-hmm. months ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't love the, the Benjamin Bratt and her getting together thing. Because once she's hot, yep. mm-hmm. she has the same like. personality. Yes. Same And quirks. now she's hot because she had the Miss America makeover yep. team. And now he's all of a sudden and like, he's like, oh, now I'm in love with you. Yeah. And he's actually like super chauvinistic. Like all they, they all are. Like, oh, yeah. And they all are doing that scene where they're watching, they're undressing people. 
on oh, the yeah. gossip Barbie website and they like are being mean about the frumpy girls. That, and they're, like, I just being, like, got done with a little bit of a seminar online about work sexual harassment. Exactly. And that feels very much against code of conduct and you're the FB freak and I. Exactly. Right? Well, let's be honest. Uh, they're uh, the ones that get away with everything. <laughs> they're the ones who conduct the searches. So they don't really like look Like who's checking the FBI? Yeah, who's checking the checkers? Isn't the check- no one. <laughs> so, but anyway, I kind of have like, I looked at that differently too where I was like, he didn't want to give her the time of day. In fact, he was super gross to her and when they were doing that wrestling scene and he like goes that little tap dance and he like touches oh, and he, like, her pats in her the privates and hits oh. her bum he like, like bas- basically what i'm saying is he treats her of- like dirt and sexually and harasses, harasses her, her. <laughs> prior no really he does and yes. treats her like yes. this fugly you know kind of one of the guys but also sexually harasses her mm-hmm. and then once she turns hot he wants her bod and he gets her bod but oh, i used crazy to crazy lou freebush yeah you are tougher than that yep. you are stronger than that stand up to it you should have just taken your title. Like, and- sorry, you've been there, done that. You could have had this. You didn't want me when. <laughs> and now I'm your boss. Yep. <laughs> um, how do we feel about Cher and her stepbrother in Clueless? Gross. I can't. I can't either. I struggled with it as a kid. Right. You're like, this feels weird. And plus he is in, he's old, a lot older. He's mm-hmm. in college. And, and she's, she's in 16. She's like not even a senior. Yeah. Well, she's she, like a she's getting her driver's or, license. Yeah. So she's, so she's a sophomore. sophomore. And he's in college. Yeah. It's wrong on a lot of levels, and but because Paul Rudd is lovable and Cher is lovable, another one of those America's sweethearts. Yeah, they're just like, okay, I'm cool with it. But in real life, if you if it's your friend and you're in high school and you're like, oh, my stepbrother who's in college yeah. keeps trying to get me to go over there at night, I'd be like, okay, now this is wrong. Let's talk to your mom and dad. Right. Like, <laughs> here's what this, I again. This is an intervention. Again, one little change in that storyline could have made it better. It could have been like. My dad's or even like a neighbor, son. yeah, a neighbor that you've known all growing and up, and you never saw him in that way, and now he does. And now maybe he's, he's interning a, for your dad, yeah, and or maybe he's a senior or something. <laughs> you know, yeah. like the college, the college, the person, college person and the high school sophomore feels also wrong, yeah. And so, yeah, you could they could have just done like it, it would have been like a two line script, so, script change, Paramount, honestly. Universal. You guys feel free to hire us to kind of check. <laughs> Where's the checkers on this? Once again, no one's checking the FB in the eye. No, everyone no also checking is these checking the Paramount, TriStar, and do they Universal. do this to make us feel conflicted? Like, well, is like that I part said, of the point? That's like, yeah, Devil Wars product. You need to feel conflicted. But I think with like Clueless, I feel it's like anybody would feel conflicted. Everyone, it seems incestuous. Well, <laughs> with Clueless, you don't need. She is just trying to like figure out life and she dates Christian and she's trying. So you don't need, you just, if someone was just a friend and then they're trying to figure out, will they, won't they? It's, if, if he was that's a enough neighbor, conflict. That's enough conflict. If he was the neighbor kid, if he was, you know, the dad's friend's son, that's enough conflict. You don't need to be the stepbrother. It's true. Totally, <laughs> totally true. I also feel, okay, so going back to like what we talked about with Miss Congeniality, uh-huh. that's kind of how I feel with She's All That. Yes. And you guys, any of those, those glasses were not fooling anybody on how beautiful she, Rachel Lee yeah, Cook like, was. You can't cover up that porcelain skin <laughs> with just some big glasses. They should have like given her a mustache, <laughs> you know, like some things like that oh, and man. a big unibrow. But this, they, they she's, just so, have, she's, so, she's pretty. so pretty. And you're like, yeah, glasses and some like paint on her clothes. Yeah. That's not fooling us. <laughs> it's not going to fool Zach. She even looked cute in that the falafel fact, hat. Guys, yeah. That weird falafel. And, and not very many people can pull that off. No. And the fact that, you guys, we are doing this on the fly. We did zero research on any of these movies. Right. All I have are movie covers pulled up on my phone. Yeah. I'm remembering every character's name. <laughs> Good job. 
<laughs> all that stuff. I feel proud. But again, and I, ashamed I, at the I same time. I think I have some struggles um, on any of these movies where they're like the rags to riches or like the Cinderella it's situation. Just, it's a typical movie trope because everyone know. likes to Everyone see it. loves a good like makeover montage <laughs> scene, you know, where they get to go dress up trying new clothes and they have that coming down the stairs moment. Uh huh. Kiss me. Beneath the milky twilight. Yeah. But it bugs me that then they get noticed just because they're they're, beautiful all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. It really bothers me. Like she was a talented artist. She's smart. Right. And the reverse of that, which I love, is like Legally Blonde. Mm -hmm. Where she almost has a reverse makeover. Not that Mm -hmm. she's not still beautiful, Uh but she, she, I like that then she attracts somebody because of of her her mind. And because of her ambition. Right. The things that she, you know, is able to figure out. Right, because she attracts one type of guy because of the way she's portraying uh-huh. herself and not living up to her potential. Werner? Yeah. We're, <laughs> and he's not that kind of... And he's not, he's not where it's at. Right. And she ends up with a much better guy mm-hmm. because she ends up stepping into her role and he likes her because of that. And uh-huh. I'm like, that is the kind of story I like. <laughs> you know? Yes. I, I always struggle, like with Sweet Home Alabama. You do? Where they... My husband loves Sweet Home Alabama. No, it's not that I don't like it. It's... It's kind of like on The Notebook, where the guy that they're getting, they're, they're like engaged to, is like really Very solid, really good. And then they kind of like go back to their roots, and, and there's kind of a, a tumultuous relationship. History. But it's, there's history. And I'm always just like, go with the other one. It seemed like there was less drama. Britt always is like the low drama stability yeah. choice. Uh-huh. Yeah, for uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, there can still be love. Yeah. There. Yeah. They're, like, like the wedding singer. Mm-hmm. She chose... The more stable choice, and she was very much in love with Robbie Hart. Yeah, and Glenn was the D-back. Yo, Glenn. Uh, <laughs> you got punched in the nose for not minding your own, own business. <laughs> I hate him so much. And again, he looks like he's 42. <laughs> 42, and she's like, you know, mid-20s. <laughs> I mean, and they're trying to like, and I'm like, he's disgusting. I mean, oh, good, I guess Glenn. at the point they want us to feel you like want to you want to not cringe like him. with That's him. what I'm saying. Like Notebook and Sweet Home Alabama. I'm mm-hmm. not cringing over James Marsden and Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. You're like, why not? Yeah. I think they both have been voted sexiest man at one point or another. Patrick Dempsey does not do it for me. I'm, no, I'm and not either. So I'm just, many people love him though. No, like, I think it's like Grey's Anatomy fans or whatever, but I know, but I'm not a big, then, I'm I, not a big Patrick Dempsey. I even like, I, I love crush. Can't Buy Me Love. Mm-hmm. Again, another rags to riches makeover one, but mm-hmm. it's reversed with the guy. And mm-hmm. She doesn't like him until he's paying her. Well, until all of a sudden everyone else and everybody seems else cool, seems and she like cool. pops his collar and gels his hair, yeah, and takes his glasses <laughs> off, and he can't see anymore. Uh, <laughs> then he's wanted. Like mm-hmm. I just those things make me struggle. It makes me feel sad, right? Like not that you don't want to be your best self, but there's a lid to every pot, and you go find somebody who appreciates you for you, right? Right. Let's okay. talk the holiday. The holiday. Love the holiday. Mm-hmm. I watch it at least 10 times Every during holiday. Christmas. No, I'm serious. Martin like Luther t- King. Like my husband's like, this is like your comfort. One of your comfort Day. movies. No, not, not every holiday. Because, no, I said on like around the, the holidays. Christmas. I know. And my husband does make fun of me. He's like, this is like your comfort movie. I'm like, it's just an easy watch. And I just uh-huh. like it. And to me, Cameron Diaz's personality fits that that character mm-hmm. super well. Same with Kate Winslet. I think it was very well cast. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say... Um, I've heard this other people, so it's not like an original thought. So I'm just like passing it along that I agree with it. But a lot of people were like, so happy to see Jack Black in this role of, we don't, it's not your typical like hot guy not, in not a rom-com. Typical, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And so like, that's so refreshing to see. And I'm like, okay, great. When are we going to see that with a woman right. role? Because mm-hmm. we see it with that and, uh-huh. and we find that lovable and we don't make fun of it in that movie. It's uh-huh. not, but a lot of times when it's a girl, it's the punching, it's the, it's the punchline. It's the uh-huh. joke that she's big or that mm-hmm. she's, you know, not your typical, what people would call beautiful. I know. What's the one with Rumor Wilson and it has like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, but it's a joke. Right. That's what I mean. It's a punch. That's, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the funny premise of the movie. It's like funny and that a guy like that would like a girl like that. messed up. Right. So let's, I'm, I'm just waiting for them to do a movie where, where, and I, where like it's the reverse where you see a girl who's maybe not the, the stereotypical uh-huh. definition of, of like the rom-com girl uh-huh. and and she falls legitimately in love and he falls in love with her, with her and it's and not it's as not, a joke there's nothing about her size or looks addressed it's like they work together and for a long time you know they finally came together you know whatever the yeah. you know whatever the premise is and and then the end yeah but I don't hate I don't dislike the holiday for that reason but I I'm just like yeah let's let's see that let's shake it up once again Paramount where yeah yeah but I love the Paramount holiday Plus. so much they got a streaming service. But I was watching it, and it is really weird how Jude Law kisses Cameron Diaz's eyeballs. <laughs> what part I haven't seen? I don't like. think I've paid attention to that when part. When they first meet, and he's drunk, and he shows up on her doorstep, and they start kissing. Okay. And they're kind of trying to get their groove, and he's, she's like, let's try that again. And he's like, maybe try closing your eyes. And so she closes her eyes, and he starts like kissing her eyelids. I'll have to YouTube that. I and it's. I feel like I've never noticed <laughs> that. Do you want to pull it up right now? Okay. <laughs> Oh, she says it. Maybe okay. if I close my eyes. And she's like, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so turned on by this eyelid kissing. <laughs> I've never noticed that. How have you never noticed and that? that? You're does- probably not watching it as often as I am. Yeah. <laughs> but we, my husband and I were just talking about this the other day. I was like, that is, that is the most strange thing I mean, I've seen. He's drunk? He is drunk. I'm like, are you missing? Are you like, can you not find my lips because you're so drunk? <laughs> anyway, but I'm trying to think if there's any other... Oh, I mean, there's a million rom-coms, but I think we probably covered it pretty we covered, good. We covered a big chunk of rom-coms. We hope that was fun and entertaining. I hope I didn't... I feel like we kind of were jaded about it. I didn't mean to be jaded about it, but they're hot takes. Yeah. And I that's mean, what hot takes do. Almost, honestly, every single movie we talked about, I have seen probably at least 20 times. Right. So it's I not lo- like I preventing love, us I from love watching those, them. I love those movies. I've just seen them enough to be able to find some plot holes. Yeah. Maybe things that we could have improve on. Right. But if you're, whether you're going out on a date or whether or you're going to stay in and snuggle just up and watch one, watch some rom-coms, maybe Enjoy. we ruined them for you. <laughs> um, okay. Now let's go on and get on to our stories. Now so. let's get on to our stories. Sounds great. Well, this girl wrote in and she said her husband was dating a girl mm-hmm. and things were just kind of weird and awkward and so he was feeling like, huh? Oh, Hopefully, this wasn't her husband while it was her husband. No, right? no, no. Okay. Like, she, she gave <laughs> this, that, that can get awkward. She gave an example <laughs> of like they would be making out, and then she would just stop and go limp like a dead fish. Because <laughs> maybe she had that thing that that one kid had where he'd make out in his sleep. Remember that episode? <laughs> in the sleepwalking yeah, episode. Yeah, and then, and then he, she's just asleep. Yeah. No, apparently, she didn't want it to get going too far. Okay. So she decided that that was her move. To, like, get things to stop is just, like... Fainting goat. The fa- yeah. <laughs> That's what she called it. The fainting goat. Okay. So, he's like, this is very strange. I'm thinking I'm going to call it quits with mm-hmm. this gal. So, um, he tried to re- handle it nicely. And they were also friends beforehand. So, he didn't want to just totally 
just be rude and and he probably didn't want it to come across like she's not put now i don't want to right like none of this dead fish stuff right (laughs) i want an active participant (laughs) who's willing to go the next base oh my gosh um so (laughs) he's like it's not about that but it is because it's weird that you're just passing out dead dead fish lip in me yeah um so he just said i'm just not really interested in the relationship right now and getting serious um but just two months later he finds and meets this girl who's writing in. They start dating and they're married within six months. Mm-hmm. So while they, while he started getting really serious with this girl right away, she told him, I thought you didn't want to be in a relationship. Oh, dear. Don't so, use that one. Don't no, use, I'm because, not ready for a relationship. Uh-uh, just say something like, I have the bubonic plague. I don't know. But, and <laughs> no, then just, just like a miraculous recovery. Like, I don't feel the chemistry uh-huh. between us. <laughs> but before this fast track, six-month whirlwind romance and marriage happens, that girl's also previously dating someone. (laughs) And once again, not feeling ultra special about it, so decides to break up with him. Okay, so it turns out her previous boyfriend's mom and then her husband's previous girlfriend's mom Uh are best friends. Oh, good. (laughs) Isn't that the way? And Yeah, it's a small world after all. So... When both moms were dishing to each other about uh-huh. their kids and their breakups and like, wait, who are they, who are they dating? Mm-hmm. And, As wait, moms who, do, the who hot goss. Who are they dating? Yeah. Wait, I heard that they are getting serious with another person. Right. When they said they did not want a relationship. Okay. So <laughs> they got all involved and upset. And they got, they got mad at who is now her husband. And they said, you broke all of everybody up. You sabotage the whole situation. Oh this is gosh. all your fault. And so now he's the forever villain in the story of these two ladies, Cindy and Diane or whoever. <laughs> they're like not friends anymore. They're all because like, of Jake and his philandering ways. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh and my gosh. inability to commit. Yes. I mean, it just comes to the territory. People are going to talk. Mm-hmm. The people that you're involved with are going to talk. So just tread, tread lightly, And folks. be upfront Because if he just would have said, I just don't know that there's a lot of chemistry between us mm-hmm. and I need to be honest with you about that. Mm-hmm. Um, my guy was a little too honest. Uh-huh. But then but being just the right amount of honest. <laughs> because then if he goes off and dates somebody else, they can't be like, you lied to her. Yeah. And then, yeah, once again, Cindy and Diane are like on the lines. Yes. Like, how dare he? Right. Well, I, what I don't get is these people that like, they drag out the breakup and it, it mm-hmm. makes the person hurt way worse and it makes them feel way more dumb. Do you remember the episode uh, that we were talking about? I think it was a dating ep- the dating episode, one of them, where the boy drove to Canada to see a girl he'd been yeah. dating and mm-hmm. he got like his, he got in a wreck and like his windshield had gotten yeah. knocked out and he made the whole drive and then she broke up with him mm-hmm. when he got to Canada. You're like, just break up with him before he even he leaves. He crosses country what, borders. What changed? Like... What changed in those that day or two while he was driving to all of a sudden make you be like, uh, mm-hmm. that you couldn't hang on for five days while he visited or slash done it before he left? Yeah. So this story kind of reminded me of that because she said she was dating a guy in college and they were in the same program in college. And she really liked him and she was kind of like in awe that he liked her. <laughs> and they dated for four months and she was thinking it was getting serious and... You know, she was being included in his friend group. Okay. They were kissing. They were holding hands. You know, all the things. All the couple She things. said she was really starting to fall for him, and she didn't see any red flags. She was starry. I see. Is seeing no red flags a, a red, red flag? flag? I think that usually means you are 
a little bit uh, got cast like, under their got spell. Got like rose colored glasses yes, on a little yep. bit. And I mean, if you see like major red flags, then obviously, but if there's like not one or two things that you're just like, that's a that's, funny quirk. Or that's kind of annoying. <laughs> then, then yes, you are not going into this with your eyes all the way, all open. The way open. So anyway, she, he and decided to invite her to meet some of his family and like do this big road trip with all of his friends and their their big friend group. So again, she said no red flags at all. They had such a fun trip. She actually met his aunt who he was really close to and she thought he was going to make kind of a big move of some kind. I like, don't know what she meant by exclusive. big move. Maybe at some point. So they drive home from this long road trip and they're dropping off friend after friend and he gets quieter and quieter as he's dropping each friend <laughs> off. And finally he drops this girl off at her dad's house and says, "We can't date anymore." And she is <laughs> devastated. Yeah. And he says, I just need to focus on school and that it's not, it's not you. Like, right. Okay. It's me. It's, it's I got to focus on school. She, he, he didn't give her any indications throughout this whole road trip, meeting his <laughs> aunt. He went yeah. forward with meeting his aunt, who's like really close mm-hmm. with him and no indication that he was unhappy. And she said, and also he was like the perfect gentleman when he dumped her. So oh that gosh. makes it even worse. I wish you would have been such a jerk Yeah, to me. it's easier to, it's uh-huh. actually sometimes easier I wish to you would have forgot my birthday. Yeah, it's easier to get over somebody when they're kind of mean, you know? Yeah. So she didn't say anything and she just walked into her dad's house and sobbed. Aww. And this was the beginning of Christmas break. So kind of like you were talking about. Like, great. She ruined my Merry Christmas. Last Christmas. <laughs> I gave you my heart. <laughs> you know? Anyway, and he said they had planned their next semester together, meaning like, I think probably classes. Because he's in her major. Yes. And so. Son of a they tried science to- <laughs> major. Like. And they tried to be friends after, but she said it hurt too bad and she felt so dumb that she soon after did see um, He's Just Not That Into You, the movie. And she's like, okay. And she's like, that was a real eye opener. I relate to several of these characters. Yeah. And she said, then she went on to read the book <laughs> and she feels like the main character and just trying. Yeah. Like, too G- hard. is it Gigi? Yeah. You just know, grasping oh at gosh, it. You that know, movie. and I, I think that movie is a little over the top. Like how many girls really do that? But I think we feel like we can relate to little bits of it right? Mm-hmm. because we're just, when you really like somebody and when you've been dating and just going through awful dates and when you feel like things are just going so well and then mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, you're like, what on earth? And you don't have answers, you know? <laughs> and so that movie, it's a little misogynistic, but it it's not meant, I don't think it's meant to be like solely for women. Mm-hmm. It's just in general, we should be able to understand and notice like that some of the cues just not into, yeah. Right. But she said at, at the time she did not notice it until then, like looking at yeah, this hindsight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was just a sad one. Sad. And oh, well, Again, like right. you were talking about why create a date out of a breakup? Like, don't you want to leave that person as soon as possible? Yeah. On both ends. If you yes. are the dumper or the dumpy, you obviously both, you obviously don't want to be there either way. Right. So this girl said when she was in high school, mm-hmm. she went out of town for two weeks. Okay. Uh, and when she came back, she was really excited to see her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I mean, two weeks is a long time in high school days. Yes. In high school years. <laughs> uh, there's a lot that happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. So her boyfriend is saying, okay, let's go on this really pretty waterfall hike. Okay. And it was a five-mile hike, so substantial, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um, that's going to take some time. <laughs> so when they get to the top of the hike... No. At the waterfall. Yeah, no. He decides to break uh, up with her. Let's pick the most potentially romantic, romantic part of the hike after <laughs> she's tired, thirsty, and hungry. And climbed uphill for the last hour and a half. Right. And so they still had to hike back down the mountain. Yeah, what is wrong with you? <laughs> 
oh my gosh. How dumb are you? And so they were going down the hike and there were some parts that got a little difficult, like if they were crossing a stream or something. And so every time he would try to like grab her hand to help her and she would just yelled at him, don't freaking touch me. <laughs> which you I, lost all privileges to touching me yeah. at the I, top of that hike. Which I can respect because I feel like I'd be that... Oh, sad mm-hmm. sack that'd be like, okay, get away from me. <laughs> I'm having trouble getting my balance on this log. Oh, you would be like, okay, fine, I'll hold your hand because I don't yeah, want to fall. Yeah. And so finally, they get back to the parking lot and she had driven. Oh, no. And so he goes, uh, can I get a ride home? And this is one of those moments where you channel a little of my breakup energy from that like, one breakup no, where you're like, have mm, fun. Call your friend. <laughs> because. If you have any left. Okay, if you're going to break up with someone. Are you going to have them drive? Right. Who This boy, Sucks I tell you what, tell you what, she cried the whole way as she drove him home. <laughs> oh, no. Then when she pulled into his driveway, his mom came out of the house with a bouquet, <laughs> a bouquet of flowers. This was so premeditated. So it's not even funny. She, the mom knew that the boy was going to break up with the girlfriend and had flowers on hand to soften the blow oh, no because then you it just looks even more premeditated well like, then he, it looks like everybody knew that everyone he, feels sorry for me now well and everybody knew he was gonna dump me yeah on this date look at this would have been nice to know five miles ago right seriously so there is some sweet justice okay here because down the road mm-hmm. this ex-boyfriend became a mall cop okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry if any of you are mall security guards, no, we salute you. No okay. shade to mall cops. You gotta, I just, you gotta keep Claire every- safe. <laughs> and pretzel maker. I would really be sad if something happened to pretzel maker. <laughs> so, hey, I'm not trying to throw shade at you. But there is a stigma with that yeah. mall cop. They have segues and they have power trips. So what's a better way to Short say Short man that? complex? Yeah. Maybe a little complex and oh they're goodness. always like feeling power like, trips. I'm a real cop. Yeah, like, take me seriously. <laughs> You see this badge? You see this walkie-talkie? Do I get, don't have handcuffs. Do I don't f- carry a weapon, but take me seriously. Do you think they give just anybody a walkie-talkie in this vest? I don't think so. Back to the food court with you. But she said she just gained a little bit of satisfaction every time she had to go to the mall and she saw him in his stupid mall cop hat. <laughs> yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love that. A man in uniform, but not that uniform, you know? Okay, so this kind of goes along with the more extreme things we've done to get people's attention. This wouldn't have sounded to start out extreme. It's not like what she did was extreme, but the results um, were extreme. Things escalate quicker than you expect. Right. Oftentimes. It's it's usually like we've talked about many times. Good intentions. Good intentions. So this girl was a freshman in college. She really liked this guy, which, by the way, is now her husband. So just let's preface it with that. This has a happy ending. Yeah. And she was trying to impress him, so she decides she's going to make these Oreo balls. You okay. guys, I haven't made these in so long. Like they are Oreo so truffle. good. Those Oreo truffles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she said usually when she would make them at home, she would make them in a blender or like a food processor. So you take the Oreos and you have to blend them all crush and them all crush up. them all up. Um, but she they didn't have one of those at their apartment. Okay. So she decides to try and, and use her roommate's like immersion blender. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't working well because... I'm surprised they would have an immersion blender in an apartment <laughs> I where they don't, don't have an one now. regular blender. I, I keep being like, I should get one of those every time I'm watching a cooking show. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Yeah, you're like, if Reed Drummond has one. <laughs> I definitely... I need one, but, but most college, college people don't. <laughs> so anyway, she was... Every couple of times she, uh, she was blending, she had to like scoop the stuck Oreos away from the blade with like a spatula. Mm-hmm. She was getting frustrated because she was trying to hurry and just 
quickly scooped with her finger when oh her other hand was hovering over the blend button. Uh, it oh. twitched. And the blade went around and hit her thumb. Uh, and it started bleeding really bad. Into and she, the Oreo pot. Yes. <laughs> so, I love how that's the first thing you think of. <laughs> Obviously. And she was like, went into quick shock and just started yelling for her only roommate that was home being like, I need you to help me, help me, help me. Stop studying, help. So her roommate runs her to Instacare. <laughs> and she had to get seven stitches in the tip of her thumb. That's a lot in the thumb. Yes. And while she was like waiting to get them stitched and all, waiting to get it stitched and everything, her roommate sent a text to the guy who is now her husband and tells him, sorry, she can't make you cake balls anymore because uh, she blended her thumb while she was making them. <laughs> but obviously that didn't deter him too much because they got married. There you and go. And she sounds like she still has her thumb. Guys love a damsel in distress, especially one that can cook. <laughs> The way to a man's heart is through his stomach stomach and something else. (laughs) Let's be honest. I'm just kidding, kind of. (laughs) What's that? Most jokes are 50% truth. Yeah. Okay, so. Okay, well, you guys, moms. Moms get very involved. And I hope that's not me, but I also know that I am a little bit... (laughs) Well, involved currently i know that's the problem is i'd like to say i won't but like i had my son's basketball game today and i looked at my mom and my husband and my mother-in-law and i'm like my goal today is to yell less because i just <laughs> i'm i get into it like i get into yeah. the stuff they're into i'm i'm the mom yelling defense arms up clean foul you know clean swipe don't foul you know just like get back no backcourt press like just yelling all this stuff and so i can't say that i'm not going to be like a little bit of a, a tiger little, mom at, in uh, different situations. I, I, it depends. I, I don't know. I hope not. But like, I don't know what I'll do if I walk in on my kids kissing or something. Oh, man. What, I, what? I haven't. I've played the scenario through in my head a lot of times and I, I have, have no solution. I haven't actually prepared myself for that. Yeah, you should because you're closer than me. I know. I know. It'll be, it'll be traumatic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get off of her right now. Excuse me? Lights on. <laughs> this party's over. Hand check. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, so this girl said that she sent a Dear John letter to a missionary that she had been writing. Well, <laughs> that basically a Dear John letter, if people aren't realizing what we mean, a breakup letter. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, just watch the Channing Tatum, Tatum Amanda Seyfried movie. Oh, okay. movie. So it's not exclusive to just like... Uh-huh. It's like okay. when people were at war. Okay. You know, all... So if you had a dude and he went off what somewhere, what if your name really was John? It'd be really hard to understand. Like, feel like every letter really, says "Dear John." Do people really send actual quote "Dear John"? I know. And where did that phrase come from? Because one sad sap named John yeah. got broken up with, and now the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she started dating someone, and they got engaged. Okay. And so she decides, or and so she Before has to. She, dear John. I know. Well, what, you trying to keep your backup plan <laughs> open just in case? I know. I actually was thinking of that, like, if you're getting pretty serious, don't you, like, write them off a little bit before that? But maybe it's like, I don't want to, you know, totally. if, if this isn't for sure, I don't want to crush his soul. Okay. So she sends him a dear John letter through the regular mail. So it takes a long time. A snail mail. Mm-hmm. But... By that time, his parents had emailed him and asked him how he was doing and basically broke up with him for her because, because they were like, oh, how are you feeling since she got engaged? Are oh. you doing okay? And he hadn't even received the letter. <gasps> and then he's like still sad and then the letter comes. And then the letter comes and he Great. gets like the actual breakup. So he just basically got broken up with twice. Twice. 
Um, Nothing like hearing it from your own parents. And and so it took another three weeks or so to get a return letter back from him. Oh, dear. She said he was very nice, and it was very nice dating you. Have a great marriage. Oh, that's someone filled with this (laughs) spirit for real. (laughs) But in the meantime, his mom called her. Oh. And she said, I heard you got engaged, but I really want you to reconsider. Oh. And wait for my son. And she was just kind of speechless. She just said, I'm sorry. I really like your son. I thought he was great. Um, <laughs> but I feel very strongly You've that done a great job. You've done a great job raising him. What a man. <laughs> Don't take this personally, Barb. <laughs> <laughs> and she just said, I feel very strongly that this current path I'm on to be married is the one I'm supposed to be on. And then the mom says, are you sure? Oh my god! And she said yes. She said you're like I am now. Are if you... I the thought of having you as a mother-in-law, yeah, this persistent. And then she said, "Are you really, really sure?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, like this was. I'm a waiting lot. for her to be like, because I have some dirt on this fiance of yours. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and she just she said, I just remember it being so awkward, and she just keeps saying, "I'm really sorry. I'm sorry for everything. I really like you guys." I like your family because right. the mom's like, well, are you sure? Reconsider. Really? Right. Really? Are you sure? And finally she just said, I'm going to, ha- I have to go. I just keep thinking this woman's name's Barb. Like, I don't know <laughs> why, but there's like a Barb energy and that she Bring just Bring her home, Peter. <laughs> if you watch The Bachelor, you're going to get that. Bring her uh, home. She's an angel on earth, Peter. <laughs> is, her, is her name Barb? Yeah. See, there's some, <laughs> there's Barb energy. Like yeah. we talk about Karens, there's for sure Barb some energy. energy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. She said she never wanted a phone call to end as badly as that one. Yes. She wanted that one to end. And she just had to keep apologizing. And the, she said the mom was close to tears. Oh, no. Like, are you sure? Once again, bring her own beer. That's not making your son look desperate at all. Either. I know. Like, it's- that's what I'm saying. I don't see myself doing that. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't see myself doing that. I see myself probably trying to be too cool and like at the store like girlfriend it's been too long yeah. and then and those are kind of a certain type also yeah that's true <laughs> well i don't know what her name is uh-huh. but... <laughs> all right so this story my word you guys <laughs> it could be a movie like you cannot write this stuff those are the best i know and as i'm hearing this story like it's just everything the series of unfortunate events is just like jaw-dropping okay so just to preface a little bit this girl is from utah but she was going to school in iowa on a soccer scholarship okay and so she had been living there for you know a few years and so she was away from family you know right and so she was started dating this guy and they actually started out as best friends and they were dating other people and they were just Mm -hmm. friends and then when they each broke up classic like rom-com yes but (laughs) as they broke up with their other people they kind of came together mm-hmm. and this can be a really good thing but it can also kind of be like a codependent thing like the way she described it was more of like this was a friendship love okay and it was a comfortable thing well and if you are by yourself without family and you're just kind of needing someone yes. then and his family was nearby they lived oh, in the area okay. so she got really close with his family okay. and his parents she said they're wonderful people and his, even his grandparents <laughs> so anyway they've been dating for two years hey, and that's long. yeah she said they were at a very big crossroads in the relationship she was to the point where she was like i either need to you know she needed to be out of her housing because she was done with her undergrad and she was like i'm going to be moving on to a master's program so she needed to find somewhere to live and she was like do we honestly like move in together and or do we just call it like do or am I just to the point where the relationship has run its course? So okay. she wasn't really sure 
what to do, where to go. And his parents were like, listen, why don't you move your stuff into our house? This is like putting a frog into, you have that whole analogy. church analogy. Yeah. They're like, how do you boil a frog? You just slowly, slowly turn, turn up the turn heat because if you put them all the way in, they'll just jump right, right out. I do have a theory on that one, though. I think the frog will just jump out <laughs> either way. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I, know. I haven't I understand the analogy. done this experiment. <laughs> but anyway, so the parents were like, so she had a plan because it was Christmas break. So she had planned to return from Christmas break and move into his parents' house for a little while. Okay. And then they'd figure out. Hey, do we want to get an apartment together? Mm-hmm. Do I want to just go live on my own? What's the deal yeah. here? So uh, she had moved all of her stuff into his house and then his parents' house. And then she went home for the holidays. And she said it was really clear when she was home that this wasn't working out. So she just said he got really kind of possessive, wanted to know where she was, kind of wasn't letting her enjoy her time home with her family and friends because he was just being really needy. And she was like, it's got to be done. A family had hired her to be their nanny, and they had it offered for her to move in there. In, in Utah in, or Iowa? In Iowa. Okay. So she, was, she called and said, when I come back, because her master's program was in Iowa. Okay. So she said, when I come back, can I come move in and, and nanny? And they said, absolutely. So she's like, okay, at least I have a backup plan, yeah. somewhere to go. Uh, but she knew it was going to be super hard, but she told herself, this is the right thing. I'm going to do this. I have to just do this. <laughs> so she flew Quick home. Quick like a Band-Aid. She flew home, and it was actually her birthday oh. on the day she flew home. And she also said, remember, this is Iowa in, in January now. It's like so ice storms. So it's freezing. So it was uh-huh. a rough flight, like negative 20 when she mm-hmm. got there. Oh, my gosh. And they had already arranged that he was going to pick her up at the airport. <sighs> Bad arrangement. But all your- she had no roommate. really other option because probably a lot of her friends. Nobody had- from the soccer team was around. <laughs> so her car was at his house, you know, all the things. Oh, so he came to pick her up. And as soon as he saw her face, as soon as uh-huh. he even looked at her. He's like, you're breaking up with me, aren't you? <laughs> and she was Have like... Have fun walking home from the airport. And she's like, she just got this look of like, oh, sh-. you know, like she didn't say... She wasn't going to be like, no, 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 no. Because that's a lie. Right. And then she wasn't going to be like, yep. What makes you say that? So she just kind of like, made this face like, crap. And uh-huh. he's like, oh my gosh, you're breaking up with me. I knew it. I knew it. Can we just get in the car? It's freaking freezing. <laughs> and so... And so she, he starts to bawl, and she's like, oh, his my gosh. tears are turning to ice on she, his face. He's got, like, snotsicles coming out of his nose. She's crying. Aww. And now she's like, great. Now I have to drive Home in the car with, with him. So they get in the car, and he, like, flips a switch, and she started getting scared. Uh-oh. Like, she, she's like, he started being like, are you kidding me right now? Yelling at her, swearing at her, calling her a bee. Uh, you better, Stupid bee. You'd be better off walking home in yeah. the snow. So then she started being like, oh my gosh, this, mm-hmm. I'm in a car with a psycho. Like, yeah. he's he's come unhinged. So she's like, all I got to do is just get to his house and get the H out of here. You know, get out uh, of this situation. You're going into the den of the lions. Right. So, so she was like, she gets out of the car and she walks up to the front door. She's been crying. He's uh-huh. a mess in the car. And she opens the door and she hears... Surprise! Remember, it's it's her her birthday. birthday. There is his whole family, mom, dad, sister, her sister's friends, her his grandparents standing there for a surprise party. So then he comes walking in the door just like right after her. They're bawling. And he goes, Huffy. No big deal. She just broke up with me. And she's like, oh, oh standing there. Are you kidding? So they don't know what to do. And he's like, she Happy just broke up with me. So he just goes bolting up the stairs. Yeah, right. I'm going to my room. <laughs> and the mom 
She's, she's got like, the cake with the candles. She said the ah. mom just grabs a random paper and sits down on the couch and starts pretending like she's like reading the newspaper. paper. <laughs> no, like a piece of paper. And it's just like, do, 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 do. And what? she's standing there and all she does is say, I'm so sorry. Starts and just starts crying. to bawl in front of the whole family. Nobody knows what to do. Right. They have like presents and a cake and maybe like pin the tail on the donkey <laughs> plan. So she just bolts upstairs because she's like, I just got to <laughs> pack my stuff and get out of here. Yeah. She's frantically packing her stuff <laughs> and he's a bawling in the bedroom right there. And the family's so she's downstairs. she's packing her stuff in the room where he's bawling on his bed. Yes. And probably the bathroom <sighs> and whatever else. And... She said the whole family is just moving about the house, trying to, to act ignore, ignore like the business situation. as usual. <laughs> so she's she said, I am up and down that stairs eight times, uh-huh, you know, like into the car, hauling yeah. my stuff. And she's like, it's windy, it's freezing. So mm-hmm. the door's blowing open. This oh, isn't like a discreet gosh. thing. She's no, it struggling is. with her stuff. Yes. So finally, the dad, she said he was a really nice guy, kind of realizes, oh gosh, I should help her. So he starts to help her out with the last few loads. Okay. And she's just like, get me. Out, out of, of here, here. yeah. She gets in the car, and it won't start because it's frozen shut or whatever. The <laughs> it's probably the been gas there for a month. The sca- gaskets have ice in them and whatever else. <laughs> the rotors are freezing up. Uh, basically, the Lord is not on her side. So she's trying to start her car, and it won't start. And oh. she starts to bawl. And so the dad's like, "Listen, like, wh- just we'll take you to wherever you're going to live now." <laughs> And she's like, um, yeah, can you take me to this house where she's going to nanny? Uh-huh. And so he gets his son and they get in the car and drive her like all the way across town oh, no. to this, new, you know, her employer's house where she sleeps. She says she balls herself to sleep that night. And can you imagine you're like, okay, kids, our new nanny, welcome her to the house. She's so fun. And she's, she's like, like I just ruined someone's life. And then, I mean, obviously... She's got to go back to get her car. So the next day, her employer drives her back there, and the dad has to come out and help jump her car and get her car going. But can you believe that? The surprise party. That kills me. The surprise. (laughs) And she's like, no big deal. She just broke up with me. Anyway, that she kid. said it was literally I mean, Yeah, horrible. obviously he's unhinged. Anybody who has even a shred of like wherewithal would text could, the family. Could, or or just keep it together and yeah, happy birthday. My family made you a cake. And then go upstairs and be like, let's get your stuff out of here. Right. But, but he, drama king. All, drama king. Right. Should, I'd be like, should, well, I'm going to eat this cake. You should add this in. If okay? I'm the sister. I'm like, well... <laughs> Are we going to eat this Someone's cake? Someone's got to eat it. She said the whole time she was like unloading, the candles were just sitting lit on the cake. They're like, no. This is a movie. This is a movie. You guys, here <laughs> guys, they are just slowly burning it down. How, like, how dare you ruin that cake with candle wax? <laughs> Blow those candles out and eat it, if, dang it. At least if something can be salvaged from this. If not the relationship, the cake, cake. at least. <laughs> so anyway, insult to injury at its finest. That is so funny. Oh my word. And so bad. And she's laughing about it now, so don't worry. Oh, well, we're all laughing about but it But she now. felt horrible. But when you when someone reacts like that, you immediately are like, okay, you're this very validated. Con- this confirms my yes. decision. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for helping me realize, like, there's not really much chance at repair at that point. Mm-hmm. So, like, watch yourself if you think, <laughs> if you think there's a chance that, that it could work out later. Or don't be calling her the B word and screaming and, and crying <laughs> and allowing her to go through a public humiliation. I mean, the same thing happened to me in sixth grade at a much <laughs> lower state. Yep. Yep. But I had had this same boyfriend from fourth grade to sixth grade. So I guess you could say I was getting pretty serious. You guys dated about the same amount of time as this girl and yes. her boyfriend. Now I would say, you know, fourth grade to sixth grade is a little different than like when you're an adult. Yeah. 
age but, 22 to 24 <laughs> or whatever. But it was so funny because this was my first experience with a breakup. <laughs> and I'd hope so. So that Pre summer. Pre-fourth grade is, is <laughs> I think really this is still pretty early. So I had, we had talked about, we were each going on trips over the summer with our families. And so we kind of made this little agreement to buy each other Gifts, a, a souvenir. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Some merch. And so I was going to Moab and he was going <laughs> and he was going to Hawaii. So guess you can guess whose trip was cooler. Just kidding. Moab's great. People come from around the world to see Delicate Arch. How dare you? Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I actually met some Europeans when I was hiking Angel's Landing, but they were just like, this is incredible. You live by this? And I was like, yeah. And I, it's one of those, you still you take advantage of the things you have right by you. Anyway, so I went to Moab and I remember, I think I went to a gift shop and got him like one of those bracelets that said his name on it. Okay. And maybe like a postcard, like okay. a, with the arches on it. It was mm-hmm. just pretty, pretty lame. Uh-huh. So he went to Hawaii and this was so cute. He mailed me, from Hawaii, he mailed me a coconut. <laughs> I, I actually was like, that's pretty big deal. Like his it, mom guys, was very involved in this, obviously, because uh-huh. like, mo- and, and pretty sweet to her, of her to be like, well, let's mail one to your little fifth or sixth grade girlfriend. And that was, it was like... The, the coconut cane, like someone took a Sharpie yes. and wrote your name and address on, on the, on the yes. actual coconut. So it was just, it wasn't like in a box. No. And so it was so funny <laughs> to get this little coconut. The mailman's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's not the weirdest thing. I'm just going to drop this off. I, so basically what we're saying is my weird packages thing started young. Because <laughs> we all know that I get some wacky app packages in the mail. <laughs> so anyway... Um, I got a coconut and I was like, oh, that's pretty cute. And I do remember trying to crack it open in our driveway and I couldn't get it open. Uh-huh, like I was kind of frustrated and was like, well, cool. So I, I figured that was my gift. Right. So we get to school and much like this other girl, I have realized that my feelings have changed and that it's, I'd like to the spend. The coconut just wasn't cut. And that I'd like to spend the last year of elementary school single. <laughs> You know, like I don't want to be tied down. I need some freedom. Yeah. So what are my options? (laughs) We get to school and it's like the first or second day of school. I think it was the first day of school. Again, this is really tough. Like she was, it was like the first day back from Christmas break Uh and my birthday. Like same day. I know. I think we, I think we like come up with these like resolutions, these like, okay, I'm going to do this. Maybe just like let things marinate because you might be coming into something where emotions are already high. But it's hard because you don't want to act like, you don't want to fake it. Right. And again, I know this sounds silly because I was in sixth grade, but anyway. Fake what? Like, what were you guys doing? <laughs> we already were faking it, like being boyfriend and girlfriend. That's what you do in elementary like, you school. You weren't even holding hands. Did yes, you, we were, you're like, I don't want to fake Brit, saying I kissed hi him to... on the cheek, okay? Okay, another so, like, time, please, another day, Please I guess. don't dismiss the seriousness <laughs> of this relationship. Anyhow, so I broke up with him. Through a friend, as most classy sixth graders do. Yeah, once know? again, dismissing the relationship. <laughs> so um, my friend went up and was like, you know, she doesn't want to go out with you anymore. So then he, I don't, he pulls out of his backpack, like a conch shell, like a giant conch shell and a dolphin bracelet. Oh. And that was also part of the, the gift. I thought it was just the coconut. <laughs> and he took that conch shell and he threw it against the school <gasps> and oh it gosh. broke into pieces. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so then, so so whoever I sent to break up with him was like, he threw the, he had more gifts for you and he threw it against Smashed the them. Smashed them. And I was like, that was aggressive. Like kind of yeah, similar like feeling like I am validated. I right and, choice. Yeah. Well, then he walks up to me or he writes me a note the next day and it has the little dolphin bracelet in it. And, uh, and he's like, 
kind of apologizing for how mad he was Mm -hmm. and saying, I'm sorry I broke your conch shell on the cinder block wall of (laughs) of the fourth grade wing of Roosevelt Elementary. And then he said something like, P.S. Here's this dolphin brace that I bought you in Hawaii. I couldn't break it. (laughs) I tried. They make quality handiwork at the ABC (laughs) gift shop. So I was like, thanks. Like... I, I go like I couldn't bear to break it, or like I physically could. not. No, I think he physically couldn't figure out how to break it, and I was like, "Well, I mean, there's a garbage can. If you, you want to just, just throw, throw it away, away, you don't gotta have these theatrics. <laughs> gotta let your, <laughs> you gotta let your <laughs> aggression out. I guess. I feel like throwing a conch shell. That's like, like yeah, conch, like yeah, conch, 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 conch shell <laughs> at a building <laughs> should should, it should take suffice the job. when you're only. A t- 12, 11. <laughs> so yeah, that was, I guess, the beginning of my breakups. <laughs> all right, you guys, we love you. We're glad you hung in there for the second segment of all things love and romance. And Valentine's Day feels. We hope you felt loved and we appreciate you listening. And share your love on the ratings and the reviews. Yeah, we need them, guys. We want them. <laughs> Please. Thanks. Bye. And just remember, someday you'll laugh about this. Bye. I have a set of Livy's bracelets and they are so comfortable. They go with everything that I hardly ever take them off. Does that sound weird? I can wear them working out. I can wear them dressed up or dressed down. I love them. They are known for their comfort and versatility. They're made of lightweight, flat glass beads and they are handmade right here in Northern Utah. So go check out Libby's bracelets, L-I-B-B-I-E-S bracelets on Instagram and get yourself a set.